0: Hello and welcome to the Ecological Sensibilities Project, a podcast where we explore the different ways people think and feel about the environment. Throughout this series I'll be talking to a variety of people from different backgrounds, seeking to get a sense of the ways in which they interrelate with the natural world, as well as trying to pick up from them how that relationship might have changed over the course of their lives. Although throughout the series we'll be discussing with individuals how they think and feel about the environment, the project itself is rooted in a wider sociological approach that seeks to understand how these thoughts and feelings are themselves shaped and generated by the vastly different contexts within which human individuals live their lives. As we listen to each conversation therefore, the challenge is not just to appreciate the expression of a unique point of view, but rather to tune in to the wider social and historical forces that make such a view possible. The world is changing, and so are people's thoughts and feelings about the environment. The Ecological Sensibilities Project seeks to dip in and take a litmus test of these kind of movements.
1: Realistically, I think no, al- almost no one does these things to purposely hurt the environment. I think that's that's yeah. what needs to kind of be understood: mm. is that no one's waking up in the morning saying, do "You know, what, I'm going to do the worst possible thing mm. for the environment." You know, it's not no one, no one's choosing to do that. So any mm. choice that's made has probably been a bit of a kind of toss up in their brain, and then have made that decision based on that.
0: In this episode, I talked to Emily Lewis, who lives in Hove. Emily is currently working full-time as GP receptionist and is a busy mother of three children, all under the age of 10.
1: And I really have noticed that, you know, if I'm having, you know, maybe a tough time or if everything feels very, very overwhelming and, oh. you know, you've got mentally things piling up, to step into that and kind of strip everything back to its most, like, simple form, Mm. I think it's very, very, very useful.
0: This conversation took place at the end of a busy day, huddled into Emily's eldest son's bedroom, while Emily's partner, Bal, who had just come home from work, took over looking after the kids downstairs. I start the conversation by asking Emily if she's lived in Brighton and Hove a long time.
1: I have, but um, I lived in the Canaries from... 18 years old to 26
0: okay and so and were you were you born in Brighton and Hove born in before Brighton, that
1: moved away at 18
0: okay okay and you were in the for sorry for how long
1: from the age of 18 to 26 18
0: to 26 okay so all of your all of your childhood you grew up here yep. went to school here um do you still know lots of people kind of locally oh yeah yeah, yeah. i
1: kind of came back and reconnected with a Basically, everyone I went to school with. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And big family locally? Massive
1: family, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, on all sides, actually. Um, mum's side, local. Dad's side, local. Bell's family now all moving down this way. Yes. So, yeah. Big extended family. And brothers and sisters? One brother, one sister, and three stepsisters.
0: Okay. And are they do they have partners, have children as um, well? Or?
1: My... Brother has a long term partner, sister doesn't. Um one of my stepsisters, the youngest, has a how old is he? Seven months baby, no longer with a partner.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 So and would you say that you're close to your family? Very you, close, you, yeah. Like yeah. Very, very close. Okay. And um, what work do you do at the moment?
1: I work as a GP receptionist, the most hated occupation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: So we were just talking before I turned the recorder on you saying that you do you, you quite you do quite enjoy your job. I though.
1: very much enjoy it, yeah. Um I enjoy the dynamic of it. Um it's not for everyone, but I I like people, I like mix of people um, the good and the bad yeah so yeah I actually do very much enjoy it
0: yeah and you' were saying as well you like the um, kind of aspect where because it's kind of NHS service that there's a kind of ex- is accessible to to everyone all really walks of life. yeah regardless
1: yeah. of like finances regardless of you know your family set up regardless of anything really you kind of have more or less kind of an equal right to it and an equal chance to getting to see someone or getting the service you need it's not on a hierarchy system which is nice which it should be yeah
0: yeah and so, um, besides work at the moment, what takes up most of your energy and time and focus?
1: My three wonderful children. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Small so, children, yeah.
0: Yeah, so how, how old are they?
1: Um, ten, nearly four, and two next week. Two next
0: week, okay. So, between juggling work yeah. and childcare, is that just quite a full-time...
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not really much time for anything else maybe food shopping yes. <laughs> and that's the extent yeah. of yeah it's work children and yeah kind of errands you know day-to-day yeah. life errands sure and, really. and yep.
0: your partner works as well
1: yep he works full-time
0: full-time yeah yeah so a lot of kind of things in the air most of the time most
1: of the time yeah it's a fast pace very very fast pace there's not much down slow time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just to move it on to thinking about the environment, okay, so um, would you describe yourself as an environmentally conscious person or not? (sighs)
1: Okay, (laughs) would I... I think conscious in the sense of I'm aware of what would make things better Mm. as in... You know, uh, not the do's and don'ts, but you know what I mean. Like I'm, I'm. I feel I have a good understanding, but do I think I adopt that into my lifestyle? Probably not as much. Yeah, not as. I think my understanding is much bigger than what I actually put into practice. Yeah that's yeah, what I'd say okay
0: sure and what kind of like where have you got that kind of understanding or where does that come from that sort of those thoughts about the environment or whatever
1: Well, I think living in Brighton definitely um I think there's definitely a consciousness here of you know especially you know things like you know staying local and you know trying not to drive when you don't need to drive and there's a lot of kind of Promotion for you know walking, cycling, that sort of stuff. I think where we live is very outdoorsy, so that definitely helps. I would say. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. And so when you think of like in terms of being environmentally conscious, and when you think of that word environment, what do you what do you think of? What kind of things come to mind in terms of like what does the environment mean to you as a sort of thing?
1: Um, oh, Well, yeah, kind of where we live and yeah. kind of the land around us and you know the places we visit and kind of yeah yeah that outdoors the land you know the food produce all kind of
0: all of those things yeah, yeah. where we live I'd say yeah yeah so it's more of a kind of um, like you're thinking more perhaps of the kind of local environments rather than a kind rather of than a bigger yeah the global environment or the kind of you know or is that part of the kind of thing yeah, that's no, conjured say, up you know in your mind when you think of an environment I'd say
1: my initial go-to thought would be more kind of on my doorstep than yes. understanding of like on a wider scale yes. I'd say definitely yeah yeah Um yeah I wouldn't say I'm the best or the most kind of educated on problems outside of the kind of area mm. Mm. Yeah. so
0: things like the kind of um kind of information or knowledge about kind of the climate or climate change and stuff like that does that is that you know does that feature in you know, i don't your thoughts at all feel
1: or? i have a really good kind of you know you kind of hear about bits and bobs and you understand a, a, a minimum oh, i understand not you i understand like a, a basic level you know like yeah. a yeah training level of 101 of what it is but I don't I think there's definitely yeah. room for learning more on that definitely
0: yeah so so the environment is is that like you said it's more like Lo- the kind the, of local yeah. stuff and yeah ways in which do, do you see kind of in terms of thinking about that local kind of context do you see ways in which that is getting damaged for instance or is that not so kind of
1: oh yeah no definitely like you forefront. see it walking around especially like mm. you know there's a lot of high-rise buildings being mm. built you, you know you only have to walk outside your front door down here and you can see four or five blocks of very very high-rise yeah. building um, flats or you know whether it's offices flats and that's you know I think not doing its best with the environment. It's damaging a lot of the land. It's, yeah, I, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so let me just come back to, so when I asked you about, um, describe yourself as environmentally conscious and, uh, you were saying that, that you feel that you have that kind of consciousness in one sense, Mm. but if I was understanding correctly, it's really, difficult to put that into kind of concrete practices that might be more environmentally yeah. friendly is that the right yeah yeah no I d- definitely agree to with that. Put that yeah
1: like for example like as I've explained you know I have a really fast pace you know it's nursery mm. drop-offs it's school drop-offs it's to work to finish work to pick up you know realistically as much as I'd love to I need to drive around yeah. to do it I need yeah. to you know there's 10 minute windows between Some people, so it's like the half of me understands that stopping and starting, stopping and starting is not the best, but for me, it's unavoidable. It's I I can't not, you know, maybe if I was just with one child or on my own, you know, or, you know, two adults without children, yeah, I probably would, you know, leave the car at home and save it for, you know, long trips or whatnot. But when you've got, you know, a half an hour window to get two children to nursery, a child to school yourself to work, your partner to work. Yeah. You know, you, you need the car. Yeah, yeah. You need to, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean in that sense. Like, I'm mm. aware that yeah. it's not great, but it's also not something I can cut out.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, I think yeah. that's a sense that a lot of us live with, yeah. you know, that there's a lot of kind of, you know, you have a kind of awareness of this sort of ideal world mm. that's, you know, based on that kind of consciousness or whatever, the ways in which you might kind of choose to do things but that's not the world we live in so so actually there's decisions and compromises that to make all the time aren't there so yeah
1: yeah no you know things like um you know also that I kind of count as environment things like fast fashion Mm -hmm. and things so you know in an ideal world um you know I'd like to go to you know local shops and you know small business and, and whatnot but the reality is I do a lot of my clothes shopping online. Yeah. So, you know, when all three children have run out of, you know, oh my God, they all need summer stuff. Yeah. I probably will go to a high street brand where I can do a big bulk shop and have it delivered to my door. Yeah. Is it the most sustainable? Is it the most eco-friendly? No. But for me, it's the easiest option. Yeah. And I think that's where kind of the way up comes in, you know, when it's like, right, well... I've got to somehow fit this into my day. Yeah. Then comes convenience over yeah consciousness. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It's I think things like that. You know, food itself. But um, yeah, I think yeah. fast fashion's I think one of those debates. Okay. I yeah.
0: Think. Yeah. And do you think that's um, like the people around you, friends and family, you would think in a similar kind of way, or or, or are they those who? Would- kind of think differently from that or
1: um I think I've definitely within my family I've definitely got kind of different sides or different ends like for example like my sister who is a single single adult working full-time has no dependents no partner notes so she's very much into no go local you know which absolutely works for her yeah because you know she although working full-time has a slower pace, so, you know, her weekends are her weekends. Yeah. So if she wants to go to, you know, farmers markets and whatnot, which is great, but that doesn't reflect on everyone. Yeah. Because, you know, when you look at, you know, someone else's life, like, you know, myself, you know, my stepsister, she's a single mum on low income to a seven-month baby. Yeah. You know, she. that's not feasible for her. So I, I would say the majority, yes, kind of, Think sometimes you know convenience wins
0: whereas yeah. I think you know
1: my, si- my sister especially is very very aware and very kind of she does do a lot but she also has a very different living yes. to you know myself and other family members with small children
0: yeah and, and do you think that sometimes I mean this may not be the case but like um, people who are in different circumstances who are perhaps able to make those choices Do you think sometimes they project those onto others or think that other people should be doing the same as them, Um, even if, you know, they're not in the same situation and couldn't because of the reasons that you've said in terms of environmental stuff?
1: I do feel there is an element of, you know, uh, making people feel a bit guilty or kind of bringing it to their attention that I think is quite unnecessary because realistically I think no almost no one does these things to purposely hurt the environment I think that's that's yeah. what needs to kind of be understood mm. is that no one's waking up in the morning saying do you know what? I'm gonna do the worst possible thing mm. for the environment you know it's not no one no one's choosing to do that so any mm. choice it's made has probably been a bit of a kind of toss-up in their brain and then have made that decision based on that, yeah. so I don't think it's an intention. So that's why I feel it's quite unreasonable to shame people yeah. because it's not an intention to cause damage. It's yes. just maybe not the decision to do the most kind of ideal thing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and I think it's very easy to be able to give an opinion on something. When, yeah, you aren't in that, you know, financial bracket or you aren't, mm. you know, with small children or you aren't, for whatever reason, you know, you might still be living at home with your parents and have a lot of disposable income, you know, mm. a lot of people don't have that. Um, so I think it's very easy to give an opinion when you're not putting yourself in the perspective of someone else. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah. would you say that, um, like, within an average day or with an average week or within an average month, that... How much would you say that you think about in the environment or environmental things, if at all? Or is it completely c- crowded out by other concerns and just the getting on with life? Does it?
1: Yeah. Um, if I'm being totally honest, I think it's probably an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Um, there are obviously there are moments and dep- I think it depends on the situation. You know, you know, if I'm going for a coffee, for example... Ideally, you know, I, I probably will go to, you know, a small, smaller business than that before I choose, you know, a Starbucks or a chain. Yeah. That's kind of a, a conscious decision to do that. So in that sense, I would say, you know, I don't know how you'd measure that in time, but it it's very circumstantial. So nine times out of ten, I don't really think about it very much. It's yeah. when those kind of situations occur yeah, where it's like, you know, where am I going to go? I'm not, you know, I'm going to go support that rather than that yeah. kind of an in-the-moment thought yeah. rather than a kind of conscious thinking. Yeah, yeah.
0: cool, yeah. Um, and uh, one other question, which is a bit sort of a sideline question, but it's just occurred to me. Do you... Have or have you ever had any special kind of relationship with um, other species like animals and plants and things like that? Is that something that has ever featured as part of your life or features now? I mean, I noticed you have. A we have a cat. cat.
1: I, love, I love the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we love the cat. Um, yeah, we love cats. We love going <laughs> to little donkey sanctuaries and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say my partner is very, very into plants and mushrooms and nature we do a lot of woods walks so kind of flowers and plants and mushrooms and whatnot we're very fond of it's quite a bonding thing um yeah animals generally i'd say (laughs) (laughs) generally generally i'd say no unless they're like domesticated in the house yeah um but nature itself and the woods and that side I would say yes. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of enjoyment and pleasure from being outside and just traipsing around in mud and woods. And you know, we go not not so much now. We go, you know, mushroom hunting and stuff. that. Yeah. Like. I really, really do find a lot of joy in that.
0: Yeah. And is that something that's that started recently in your life, or has that been a feature of your life for a long time? That kind of tramping out around in the woods and.
1: Um. In all honesty. It's only really since me and my partner have got together because it was something that we both didn't do much of growing up, but Mm. both quite enjoyed. And so kind of made this subconscious pact that that was how we were going to be with our children.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I'd say prior, you know, prior to that, me as a child, didn't really do it that much. I know my dad wasn't that into it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we weren't really kind of... We were outdoorsy, but, you know, more kind of, how do you say it, like constructed entertainment, you know, like parks and whatnot. Um, And I think he was the same. So together we were just a bit like, let's just go in the woods. Let's just get our wellies on. And, you know, you really see the kids really just like that. Yeah. You know, um, we, we went camping for the first time when our second child was three weeks old. And from then, it's just been, like, just a nice thing that we do. So, yeah, I think the enjoyment of it has actually been... It sounds very cheesy, but it's been, (laughs) like, because we've kind of shared it and built it a lot with our family, and it's just, like, a family bonding thing.
0: Yeah, And, and would you say that that in itself has had any effect on the way that you think and feel about the environment, like, which is a little bit perhaps different from the kinds of ways in which you like I was asking you know what do you think of when you think of the environment and yeah. you were sort of saying you know stuff that essentially was kind of like kind of within the city yeah. but this is kind of like outside of that a little bit um, um
1: yeah possibly now you've made me think yeah
0: <laughs> it doesn't have to doesn't it? it doesn't have no, to be yes no I do yes think there's that.
1: definitely been kind of this new new appreciation for just seeing how, like, nature forms, Mm. you know, in its own kind of natural way of kind of just how beautiful it is when you just leave it to do its thing. Mm. And so I think, yeah, I think that's definitely a new kind of appreciation that I maybe wouldn't have looked at maybe, you know, six, seven years ago or Mm. whatnot, that I'm actually like, God, that's, that's really nice. Like, how lovely is this? That it's just naturally just so lovely
0: yes yeah. yeah
1: which I think it's quite I've, I've realized the importance of actually switching off from kind of city busyness yeah and just looking at that and being like wow you know that's you know that's a seed that's a cell you know like well like human life but yeah looking at kind of plants and flowers and whatnot like you would human life does that make sense
0: How, what do you mean by that exactly you know like, like, you like you appreciating that that yeah. is
1: that is something that's Grown and is formed, yeah. and is that's not a, a man-made thing, you know. Yes. That's, and it's you know, just as kind of amazing as, you know, other things. I yes. Yeah, yeah. I think there's been moments where it's like God, you know, it really is, really it's nice. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you know, do you have
0: you found that that's good in terms of like thinking about kind of your mental health, for instance? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Really, really, a hundred percent. And I really have noticed that you know, if I'm having, you know, maybe a tough time or if everything feels very, very overwhelming and, mm. you know, you've got mentally things piling up, to step into that and kind of strip everything back to so its most, like, simple form. Mm. I think it's very, very, very useful from a mental point of view just to kind of mm. be with nothing. Yeah. But you're not with nothing, but you know what I mean? Just kind of... just being there yeah yeah I think it's very important
0: and have you noticed that that's good for your children as well
1: A 100% yeah from just from a fresh air point of view from a kind of appreciating small living things as well that you know Mm. from insects to you know bigger cows to whatever you know the understanding yeah life really and nature and looking after it and you know not stomping on ants you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? don't stomp on the ants lessons yeah. to be learned out yeah. in, the,
0: in the wild
1: yeah you yeah. know what I mean like things yeah. like that like understanding it as as a thing rather than like oh there's an ant you know do yeah. you know what? yeah so yeah so I,
0: kind of seeing it as another living
1: as another living, living as,
0: thing yeah. that has value and a life 100% yeah 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 yeah
1: no I'd say so but yeah. um it's quite different because I don't know if you've ever been to Canaries. The Canaries is... um, Well, I lived in Lanzarote. There's no green. Nothing's green. okay. So it's all volcanic and very, very dry. So that was actually one of the reasons why I moved back to the UK was that I really, really missed... I didn't realise how much I'd actually miss it, strangely, was that I missed green. I missed grass. I missed trees, flowers, rain, you know, all of that. And so that was a bit of an awakening when you kind of walk outside and everything's volcanic and it's all kind of terrain and you have palm trees but that's really about it and there's no real like floral nature, there's there's not much colour so that's definitely a massive difference from UK to Canaries.
0: So in a way like it was partly the environment of the UK that brought you back? 100% the idea
1: of seasons seasons was a massive thing um because over there it's you know you're talking 49 weeks of sun Mm -hmm. which sounds wonderful but actually I think you know in regards to mental health as well you kind of need that break of you know it's really hot and I'm really hot and you know Mm. you get flustered when you're hot and it's like but it's okay because you know cool weather's coming and you know and you kind Mm -hmm. of change your mentality with the seasons so I I really needed that Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize I would need that so much after until I did like a few years of just quite monotonous weather yes where I was like I really could do with a bit of rain you know some snow or some crisp days you know things like that Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, and a change of a change a of change pace. Of, yeah, a change, a change of pace, of, yeah. totally. Because yeah. you know,
1: there's a massive difference in pace in summer and winter. And yeah. you change your mindset, you you know, you look forward to summer when it's cold and you look forward to winter when it's hot. It's like yes. a break in the seasons, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
0: And and do you feel since coming back to the UK, do you feel like you've been able to connect with that more or have the pressures of life as you were talking about yeah. to start with? Do they still, you know, kind of crowd that out in some way?
1: I'd say definitely, yeah, I think the kind of proportion of how much I've been able to enjoy it and how much life has really taken over, you know, there's Mm. a big difference in that. Um, Can't be helped, obviously, at the moment with small children, you know, but um, I think when life slows down a bit, then that's when... Mm. that kind of appreciation and time will be but for now really it's a lot of other factors take priority yeah yeah
0: yeah but that... obviously like doing what you can in order to be able to kind of be in those spaces like you said out in the woods and mm. going searching for mushrooms and things like that and with the kids to be able to somehow yeah. touch that in some kind of way yeah yeah, I have one last question, or one last question, which might lead to a bonus a bit, question. Bonus question. Bonus question. So, um, and that is to do with uh, well, I'm interested in how um, concerns and kind of responsibility for environmental things, how much it's placed in the hands of individuals, and how much it's placed in the hands of institutions and the state and the government. You know, um, and I am wondering if you have any thoughts about that, Um, partly from the point of view of that um, emotion or feeling of guilt that Mm. you mentioned before, whereby, um, you know, that for me is a kind of indication that the responsibility for something is being put on you as an individual, rather than Kind of accepting the thing that we were talking about at the start, which is, you know, the fact that people, a lot of people are living under huge amounts of different yeah. pressures and don't have any malicious intention towards like something like the environment, but are actually just doing the best they can and getting on with yeah. their lives, making decisions and stuff like that. Um, and whether the, the, the state or institutions or society in generally, general should be putting so much um responsibility and the in the choices of individuals that makes us think oh you know I'm really not doing well enough or I don't know have you got any no no I I
1: agree with what you're saying because I think there's almost the same people that say we should do more are the same people that almost make the way we live not a choice does that make sense so like you know most people don't have the option to, you know, work less or not work or, you know, spend, you know, more time with their children or whatnot. That that's not an option. Yeah. But I feel like the same sort of kind of institution are the ones that are like, you need to be eco friendly and very conscious but it's yeah. like, well if you allowed me or allowed, you know, the country, the whatever, to have a lifestyle where we were slower paced, mm. then that would naturally happen. If you know what I mean, like, so it's almost like, well, one can't happen without the other one changing and shifting slightly. It's very, very hard to say, right, well, you've got to do more, 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 but we're not going to adapt anything. Yes. So then then that's when the guilt comes in because you're thinking, God, you know, maybe I should be, maybe, you know, whatever. But if you actually sat back, you think, well... I'm trying, I am really trying, but also, you know, I've got, you know, an extortionate rent to pay, so I have to go to work. You know, we both have to go to work. Or, you know, I've got nursery bills, I've got all of these things. So how how am I meant to, you know, not drive, for example? How am I meant to, you know, various other things if those pressures are on me so much? You know, if those pressures were lightened yeah you know if i for example didn't have to work or could work you know maybe a couple of days a week then yeah i'd walk i'd walk to the school run i do that because i'm in no rush yeah so that's what i think i think if you were to adapt things so that people weren't at 100 miles an hour all the time then i think naturally you would see a change because i do think naturally people would make those decisions they just can't yes that's what i think
0: That's brilliantly put, yeah. I think when you
1: kind of put everything into it, you know, finances, um, you know, children, work, other, you know, family, you know, know, if you've got, you know, poorly family members that you take care of, you know, there's a lot of things Mm. that end up piling up and you're left with really, really minimal breathing space as it is. To then be like, now I've got to think about this. You know, I, I just can't. That mm. You know, something has to be knocked off my list and it's not going to be my poorly family member. It's not going to be the job. It's not going to be the kids. So you just have to put it on a, a basically, you know, a ladder of priority. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, that is probably quite low down. Naturally quite low down, you know, justifiably quite low down.
0: Yeah, yeah.